This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Tuesday, January 10th, 2023, and I am back with my good friend and co-host, Avi, and today we're going to be covering the standalone, uh, the first solo Batman movie since The Dark Knight Rises, March 2020's The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, and... Starring Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh, let's get right into this. So, Avi, what, what was your first impressions when you first? Uh, maybe you only. I, I only saw it once theatrically. Um, what were you? What, but what was your first impressions? First thoughts when you got out of seeing the Batman from 2022? Uh, well, I didn't see that movie in theater. And it came out last year. About yeah, you saw it rather on video when it came on home release, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Came on video or yeah. even case streaming. Yeah. Or yeah, video or streaming. What was it like after the first impression of seeing a video streaming type way? Well, sometimes like uh, the, the, some of the scenes are like almost very like uh, uh, like uh, that the, almost almost non-action about so something is very character study as uh, this the whole city is very like a depressing. Yeah, I, I I got that too. It's very very depressing like city. And then what were you saying about the action part? Character studies, like yeah, much yeah, it was like much more of like a character study as opposed to action. There's like there's like bits and pieces of action in different parts of the movie, but but that's not the main focus. It's more like you said about the depressing like um, what was the word you said for the city? Uh, uh, about the yeah, like, the city was depressing, and that it was um, no the other word used for it. Oh yeah, that's right. They had, like a character, character-like study. So, what did you make? Um, then I have a question with that with character study. What did you make of? Well, first we hear. I think when the movie starts, when you saw it on video on streaming, first you hear Bruce Wayne's voice narrating. That what did you make of him narrating that and other parts of the movie first? Uh, it's some kind of like uh, it's like uh, not like a. Uh, it's like it's the first time that he narrates. I'm sorry, like as a neo noir type. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, Matt. Re- yeah, I think that Matt Reeves kind of meant it to be like a noir, neo noir type movie for that, which I liked, and also that it's the first time, unlike any other other Batman's before it, before it, where it's very much extensively strongly a detective like story because he's doing the detective work to figure out what this Riddler guy is doing. Yeah. yeah. And also, and also, and that movie has come, come very inspiration for cinematic influence, like from Seven and, mm-hmm, yeah. the, and the real life cases of Zodiac. Killer. Right. Yeah. So set, it was like Barry's was doing his own little Seven, and then what you say with the Zodiac is that the Riddler is partly based on a Zodiac like type uh, type killer. He's very. It's, this is the Zodiac type killer, killer, um, serial killer type Riddler, as opposed to other um, representations we had of Riddler in the past. This is very much a killer serial killer type take on it um okay um let's see so we talked about bruce wayne in the narration we talked about the riddler and seven type stuff um what else what else about the movie stood out to you well it stood out to me like uh it's not like a whole like a very psychological psychological being about something like uh even that character bruce wayne is like uh that is like a the adult uh, other version of bruce wayne but this is like he's more like a they say online he's like a rocker type you know like based on kurt cobain yeah, okay, I kind of get what you're saying there. Yeah, I, I, I like that he was Batman for like 90%, 90, 90, a large percentage of the movie, he was like 90% Batman, but I thought personally that 
he didn't really have much to his to me outside of the narration part. He didn't really have much to his Bruce Wayne. I thought his Bruce Wayne could have been uh, more than what it was. I thought his great Batman, ninety percent of the movie, but his Bruce Wayne for me was not as not where it could be. About the narration, about Bruce yeah, Wayne's narration, sure. about the uh, uh, the 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 movie features off camera narration done by Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne, who to cope with the blurring of his two different lives as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Writes down that reveals his nightly actions and journals. This is very similar to another DC Comics character, Warshak and Walter Kovacs from Alan Moore's Watchmen comic book, the where series where who narrates original comics throughout the, with his journal. The maybe then maybe that part was partly inspired by the Watchmen stuff then. Yeah. Okay. That's like a very like also journals like he's also like a, also like a, a Warshak's very like a, the the detective private detective but with the mask of blurry the. Okay. Did you ever read Watchmen? I never read it, but I did see the two thousand nine movie. And it's also made uh, HBO's unlimited series. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't see the HBO or the um, or the reading of it, but I saw the 2009 movie. HBO is actually the, the where it's left off in the original original graphic novel, besides okay. uh, Zack Snyder. Okay. Snyder. Okay. Continuation where it's left off about the. Okay. Even parts of like another alternate universe. Uh, oh, all right. Okay. And also, and also the, about the even what I like about this. Uh, yeah, even that 2022, the, the new Batman version last year is like almost the anniversary of the Batman Returns. Like, he would have the same same villains, the same character, Batman, Penguin, and Catwoman, all, all together. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, since you mentioned that, let's go over this 2022 version. For, we'll start with the, pe- the, the Penguin first, then we'll move on to Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Uh, what did you make of Penguin in this new Batman movie, 2022 version of the Penguin? Well, he's not very like a Danny DeVito no. type, but he's not short and big, big, fat belly like uh, like uh, one of the characters. But not, but he is around. But he's except he has uh, all the big makeup. Yeah, like, the makeup. Yeah. Um, if you had to, if you had to choose, um, which penguin you like better, Danny DeVito's Penguin in, in Returns or Con Farrell's in 2022's The Batman, which penguin do you prefer of the two? Between Danny DeVito's Returns Penguin or Colin Farrell's uh, makeup, like 2022 Penguin, which the t- which which one do you like better? Uh, sometimes uh, the the Danny DeVito is very too gruesome. Yeah, way too gruesome. Yeah, this one's this version of Penguin is like a new alteration. Yeah, alteration that they want to do any more comic books. Yeah, it took hours. I think there was like hours and hours and hours of makeup. Um, so. Penguin oh. in live action. Oh, how tall? How tall is Colin Farrell? Five feet ten. Oh wow. Okay, so that's a tall penguin, and I think there's like hours and hours of makeup for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I like uh, the Colin Farrell penguin more than Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito as, as well. Um, but maybe we, we might get back to penguin later on if there's things about that with the movie also to say about him. But right now, after penguin of Colin Farrell, let's move on to Selena Kyle. What did you make of Selena Kyle in this movie? Who uh, I don't believe actually was like in the actual um, Catwoman costume at all in this. Just she was just like. Even the mask is different. Like, yeah. Uh, like uh, he usually wears like a snow cap with uh, ripped uh, ripped eyes, uh, ripped eyes. Right? Oh yeah, okay. With those parts of it. So yeah, what did you make of her? What did you did you like her? Did you not like her? Well, I sort of like her, but like uh, even sometimes it's like uh, sometimes it's not very like uh, very enemy-ish to mm-hmm. the but uh, to Bruce Wayne, but the. Uh, 
Well, ba- like- well, yeah, like, well, Robert, Robert, ba- uh, Robert Patterson's Batman was trying to have her work with him for what he wanted when she had her own agenda. So, but they sometimes work together. I personally, I personally didn't like when she said certain stuff like about the whole a uh, white man thing because, like, in this movie, outside of Batman, like all the white men are, are perceived as bad, which I didn't like with her with that. I thought that was. Um, Matt Reeves and the writers having uh, what I consider a, wo- a woke wokeness woke agenda. I thought this Batman movie was more woke than any other uh, of the previous Batman movies, at least to me. Uh, so I didn't like when she said stuff about the white men and stuff. Um, it also had the um, the black black female ma- uh, black female mayor that made it really woke too. So it was like I think it just I went over wokeness. As, as the first movie, the Commissioner Gordon is African American. I don't mind. I don't. I, I actually don't. I don't mind that he's African American. Um, even though, like, in the comics, he's white, I didn't mind that he's African-American, because, um, Jeffrey Wright's, like, a really great, Jeffrey Wright's a really great actor, and every stuff, all the stuff that he's in, so I didn't mind that, I didn't mind that, um, Gordon's African-American, I just thought the way that she talked about white people made it, like, uh, woke and stuff, but it didn't bother me that he was African-American, but, but, but what she said about things, rather. Um, yeah. Um, you know, the film, the film was originally scheduled to release uh, June 25th, 2021. Yeah. But due to the impact of COVID-19, right. production was halted and the release had pushed it to October 1st, 21. Right. Uh, October 5th, 2021. One version later, filmed the uh, film. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, I think you're right. I think it was originally supposed to come out in June of 2021, but uh, that got uh, pressed, pressed uh, um, extended as well. And then at that same time, John, John Wick Chapter 4 was supposed to come out in May of 2021 also but now we're finally going to get that hopefully at the end of March of 2023 so I'm looking actually yeah yeah because I'm actually really look that's the next big theatrical movie I was looking forward to seeing it theatrically will be um, John Wick Chapter 4 which both were 21 releases till they got released yeah so release date changes is, yeah release date changes are part of the trivia cool okay yeah that's part of it um, you mentioned it you just mentioned about Gordon what, what, what did you make of um, what did you make of Jeffrey Wright's Gordon did you like him as Gordon uh, Oh, sort of, sort of like him, but that's uh, like, uh, even sometimes, uh, you remember what you said about the, what we thought it was like, uh, what you, what we, it was very, uh, very insulting, but why did the Batman punch and go push your Gordon? Oh, punch? yeah, and yeah, cause like, in the, right, in the trailers, it made it look like Batman punched him in a bad way, cause that's the trailer, like, just trying to, like, make people think, but then when you actually see the actual full version of the movie, and the movie itself, you realize that the Gordon was in on the punch, and it was all part of, all, all, they were in on it together with the punch. Yeah, good point about the punch there. They were in on it when you actually actually the actual full release of the movie. Yeah, even sometimes like uh, you know the Commissioner Gordon sometimes like and uh, almost very good about like uh, then the uh, then the Gary Oldman parts about like uh, even though that sometimes like uh, even though he's almost a good cop about the sometimes other cops are like not very. Not very, very uh, everything that trusts Batman when, when Batman tried to save someone. Hold on, hold. I'm trying to understand what you're saying right there. You, I know you were comparing both Gordons. What were you saying between both Gordons about it exactly? Uh, Gary Oldman and uh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, what were you trying to say though? Like between the way the two, the way the two different Gordons uh, played the part. Like, what were you saying as far as their different interpretations of the character exactly? Uh, sometimes. Uh, 
Oh well, the family mo the family parts mostly delved into with the uh, with the Gary Oldman one, whereas the um, Jeffrey Wright one, he's Jeffrey Wright and Jeffrey Wright's Gordon and and um, Patterson's Batman. They're not really they're not exactly friends. They're more like they work together. They they don't exactly trust each other yet, but like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they they had somewhat of a relationship in this one, but they 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 still have a lot more to go. It's just the first movie. I think there might be a sequel in a, in a little bit, a few years. But um, yeah, um, Jeffrey Wright's Gordon. They did work together, but they weren't friends. But they worked together and dealt with each other in some way. Yeah, okay. As some viewers have criticized Bruce Wayne being recluse mm. instead of a playboy in his film, mm. however, Tim Burton's Batman also presented him as a recluse. Mm. This is a true to the original comics, but before the a character after Pennywise was introduced. Well, I, I I didn't I didn't mind his recluseness in uh, the Tim Burton Batman. I, I liked how uh, Michael Keaton played that. But yeah, in this The Batman with Matt Reeves, twenty twenty two, I thought that Robert Pattinson's um, Bruce Wayne was. Really, I, he he didn't have the part you mentioned about the um, uh, Playboy ish or whatever. Like he was way he he didn't really want to talk to anybody. He he didn't even he didn't even like talking to uh to Alfred. Like he was very disrespectful and mean towards Alfred in this movie, and he really didn't want to talk to anybody. He was Batman even when he was Bruce Wayne. He was bat like he he was Batman even when he took off the mask. Like he was very recluse as as Bruce Wayne in this Batman. At least I thought so. Yeah. And also, uh, do you know, do you know it was originally supposed to be directed by the Ben Affleck, but he's one who directed Batman. It was actually supposed to, yeah, it was, it was supposed to be directed by and starring Batman. Uh, yeah, directed by and starring Ben Affleck both for the Batman. Which, that, and that, if that would have happened, which I, would, I kind of wish it would have, uh, with Bat, with him both directing and starring, then it would have had him uh, going against Deathstroke. Going what? The, oh, the, the, the Deathstroke, Deathstroke villain. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad Affleck's Batman would have won against Deathstroke if the if the Batman's Ben Affleck thing would have happened with him starring and directing. So that's a good point there too. You might catch up the news about the Batman for the making of them. Mm -hmm. You have Robert Pattinson and they they spend the they spend the making of production due to the lead actors tested positive for COVID. Yeah, I mean that that was part of it with the COVID with the yeah. I don't know if I can say that. Try not to say the word because they watch how we talk now with the they're trying to censor our words with that but um yeah yeah that was that prolonged uh making it the filming go on longer and stuff but then like you said eventually got a march 22 march 2022 release after not coming out in 21 um i i hope they take their time if they're doing a sequel i hope they take their time with working on the sequel and don't rush a sequel out i think they're not they're not rushing it they're working on it but um, yeah i heard about that too if that happens that would that should be interesting because you know he really went through hours and hours for the makeup and he's he's not like as grotesque like you said like with danny devito which is like other take on uh the penguin so i like to see what and you know the pen uh spoiler alert spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen the movie yet the penguin the penguin the riddler and the catwoman all all three of them survive to be into another movie so they they can be a possible parts of the sequel for all surviving the end of the first movie and also the idea never releases a single and never a consistent part of the band's live set list Nirvana, something in the way trying mm, for the first time right. in august 2020 yeah. mm. after preparing the first trailer for the batman 
A week after its theatrical release in March 2022, the song has been a report of an additional 1,200% increase in Spotify streams mm. and climbed to number two in the U.S. Wait, what's happening with the Spotify streams about that song? For the song. Oh, yeah. The yeah, that's a Nirvana song, yeah. Yeah, there's something's in the way that you don't know yeah, yeah. release right. back in the yeah. 90s. So oh, you said it got streamed a lot on Spotify? Streams that climbed to number two in oh, the wow, US. Okay. Uh, All right. It's like reviving the, the song about something that lyrics very similar, like uh, for Bruce Wayne, about that he's uh, like being home, being reclusive and very, almost like uh, mm. being homeless. Yeah, he was so, he was he was like, I, I considered him like more reclusive than, than any other person that played Batman before him. I thought he was so very, extremely, very uh, re reclusive in the way the character was played. Yeah. But do you know that it also about the influence for the tone of the Batman was a comic of Batman year one. Right. Influence for Selina Batman's relationship was Clute, 1971 with mm -hmm. Jane Fonda. Influence for the plot for Chinatown and All the Presidents Man about the... Oh, really? Oh, is this all, is all, is all this part of the trivia? It's all parts of trivia. Okay, so interesting. All right. The 70s, 70s decade. Okay, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like a taxi driver. Yeah, and like the car. His Batmobile car was also like a 70s type car. Yeah, you know, like a, like a, like a, it's not like all the strong about Tumblr or the, yeah. or like, uh, it's like a, something what? like his own, like, uh, what yeah. do you call this car, the Continental type? Yeah, yeah, yes. And like the car, when it was like that, one of the best parts of the movie to me, this, I guess it was some, chasing, chasing yeah, the, 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 the Batmobile, his car, uh, Roughing up and chasing the penguin like that, yeah, that was it's on fire, yeah, yeah. That was one of the that was that, that I consider that one of the best scenes in the movie, yeah. And also, nothing is about the nothing about the if you want to find out about the director Matt Reeves, his other previous credit, he he directed uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes mm -hmm. and War for the Planet of the Apes. But mostly, I like about this uh, his first breakout one is. Uh, he directed in 2008 about Cloverfield, produced by J.J. Abrams. Okay, I want you to talk about uh, Cloverfield in just a moment, but I wanted to go first to what you said about the eight mo movies. He did uh, the the rise the rise 2111 was a different director, but then he no, did the sequels. Directed before Matt Reeves took over the, the, the yeah Matt Reeves Matt Reeves took over the second and third movie, but some other guy directed the first movie Rise in 2011. Yeah, also has a, the with the Planet of the Apes that Batman has had the cast of Andy Serkis. Oh yes, Andy Serkis, and I was also going to say that in also in one of these of the Matt, of Matt Reeves eight movies, it also had um, Gary Oldman in one of these. Yeah, okay, yeah Gary Oldman was in one of these the eight second, movies. Yeah, the second, the second, the se yeah, the second, yeah, the, he directed the second and third one, but the first one, Rise, with um, that guy from Spider Man, uh, James, James, however you say, the guy from Spider Man that was in the first James one. Franco, yeah, Franco. yeah, yeah. Now, now that we mentioned those parts about the eight movies, um, go into further detail for the audience about what you wanted to say about Cloverfield. Uh, Cloverfield's like uh it's like it's like between the it takes place between like a release between the Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity. It's like a found footage film. It's like it's like a crossover you know, about the camera's footage about like a, it's like a monster attack like Godzilla in New York about like a, you know sometimes like a, almost like a, something very like a, very like a, almost like a, yeah breathtaking and a, but more like a scary or a frightening thing about the even as it gives like a. A viral clue moment to, right. to know about the to know what to, what's the meaning about this movie. Right now, we, right now, when you watch this on video streaming uh, on a home release, what did you think of the clues that the Riddler was setting up for Batman? Did you think the clues were easy to figure out or really difficult or hard? Uh, like a little difficult, yeah. like even by doing some uh, very bad 
recent moment, even about the trying to uh, interpret it about the computer scene, about what's it mean about the penguin, okay. about who's a, who's a rat is uh, the mm. snitch. Okay. Oh, rat and snitch. Yeah. And um, also um, during the. Um, during the movie with the, the clues, uh, Riddler. Um, I, I thought another thing interesting about his character was they showed him like being part of like the internet, like he'd put stuff on the internet on streaming on the internet for people, and he'd have like a fan base that liked what he did on the internet. I thought that was also kind of an interesting part of what he was doing there. Yeah, so it's like a the very rare thing about that that Riddler knows about what's a secret about the Bruce's parents' lives. About oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, the Riddlers found out more about uh, Bruce's parents there, and it seemed like it seemed like when they showed us that part that it was implying or inferring that Bruce's dad, Bruce's father, was a bad guy supposedly. That it, that his dad was not a good guy is, is what they made it out to be. Which, if that's if that's what Mary's meant, then maybe that's an interesting take on the character that that his dad could be possibly not such a great guy, but be somewhat bad in some ways. Which who knows? Like, like you watch, uh, if you watch, if there's a well, even what leads to be leads to be Thomas Wayne murder. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. A connection about that, and also do you, if you watch the movie Joker, that's also connected about another villain's uh, connection with Bruce Wayne about Joker to right. Bruce Wayne. Like even as poor as is like uh, the. Joker Bruce Wayne are the half brothers. I would say they were half brothers. And the Joker. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, since at the time, at least at the time of this recording, there is going to be a Joker two coming out in 2024. Back with Joaquin Phoenix and then one of the singers he was going to work uh, with. Lady Gaga, Lady yeah, Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga as uh, Harley Harley Quinn. I think. I think that she's going to be Harley Quinn. So Lady Gaga and jo- Joaquin Phoenix for anybody that likes. I played about the crime lord, the female crime lord. Like. Uh, okay, crime lord also. So if anybody likes Joker, uh, yeah, Joker two will be coming out in the autumn of two. 2024. So, yeah. Um, well, since you just mentioned the Joker there of Joaquin Phoenix's, for anybody that got a chance to see this movie, they kind of showed us in one quick scene towards the end, which I don't think that was really needed, a Joker-like character right next to the Riddler. And I don't... Yeah, I didn't... You can't I, tell, so like a team up about yeah, yeah, there might be a team-up in a sequel or something like that. A team-up. But I wasn't really impressed by that Joker at all. Uh, personally, my favorite. There's an online. You can find out sure. online. There's a. Deli- there already been shown the deleted scenes about Batman interrogate Joker. Mm. You behind glass. Oh yeah, it's in the online se- deleted scene. Online scene of it. Yeah. I personally didn't care for that Joker at the end. I didn't care for what they did with him, adding him on it there like that. My my actual per- personal favorite. My actual personal favorite live Joker is still Heath Ledger. Yeah. Heath Ledger's still my top Joker, but yeah. yeah. But we can't tell in the future if they're making a sequel Batman. We can't tell who could be playing the Joker, new Joker version. That I don't know if they're going to still use the guy at the end or if they're going to use somebody else, but I think Joker's overused. I think they should either do um, a, car- a villain they've never done before yet in any of these Batman movies, like someone that is from the comics that has never been in a live-action one, or yeah. or or a new version, or, or a new and better version of Mr. Freeze. Oh yeah, also, uh, even there's the worst news about DC, DC films, about the, the new owner of the DC Universe named James Gunn, that decided to cancel all the, yeah. all the extending universes. Yeah, no more, no more Wonder, no, no more Wonder Woman 3 or anything like that. And they, 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 they canceled, they took out, um, Henry Cavill when so many fans wanted him to still be Superman. Yeah. 
that's like a very too like uh like uh, it's like it's like losing all the money for the box office yeah uh, we'll see we'll see what yeah. we'll see what um that uh, we'll see what that guy director guy or producer what he does with dc but it's gonna upset a lot of fans how it currently is we'll see what happens with future projects of dc and with him game james gun running it but um uh Avi has a lot more to say. Yeah, hold on. Things we worry about is uh, the Flash movie about to be like on the uh, on the uh, they have to wait or they cancel due to lead actor Ezra Miller's had a personal problem. Okay, yeah, we can talk about uh, the Flash thing in just a sec and more of the Batman. Um, Avi has one thing to say about the Flash and a lot more to say about the Batman from 2022, the most recent last year's Batman movie discussion. But first, before Batman and Flash, we're gonna segue now to a quick commercial break. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it is the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable, memorable, memorable podcasts, which are listened to in over 50 different countries. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did. And we are back with my friend and co-host Avi, and we're talking about the Batman. But before we continue talking about the Batman, he wanted to say a little bit something about uh, The Flash coming up. June, I think it's supposed to come out uh, mid-June, mid-June. Hopefully, because we don't know about Ezra Miller, the actor had a, prob- had a personal problem. Like, yes. Uh, we honestly like I yes honestly yeah that's what it's all about honestly I'm not really a fan of the Flash character or who or who plays him the only thing about the Flash movie not caring about the Flash that I actually really all care about is whatever all possible scenes that Michael Keenan is as Batman that's what I want to see about him Michael Keenan is Batman in the Flash yeah well they're trying to multiverse on uh both uh DC and Marvel um. We'll see what happens. Because, like, uh, for the multiverse of Flash, it's called Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. that's all the multiverse. Yeah, they don't, I don't know if they know what they're doing with him playing Flash or not playing Flash or how that'll affect possible sequels of Flash, but, um... Or, you know, or they cancel, or they have to cancel the, all the extending universe. Yeah, I don't know. With James Gunn, going to change everything with it. Wonder Woman 3's canceled and all that kind of stuff with, uh... Henry Cavill's Henry Cavill's can't. Yeah, this year they're releasing Shazam: Fury of Gods. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not really a big Shav- Shavan- Sh- Shazam fan, but that's part of it all too, as part of the current Shazam. Uh, what it's like with that so far with it. But um, let's not get too far off track. Let's go with the Flash and stuff. Let's go back to the Batman now. Um, what did you make of? Uh, you mentioned a bit before about Andy Serkis. What did you make of his version of Alfred? Andy Serkis. Uh, sometimes yeah. like. Uh, not very like Butler Butleresque type of guy, but it's more like uh, sometimes like uh, like a handy helper, you know, like uh, he was. I thought. About- 
I thought that he was too young. I thought Alfred should be an older character. The other versions of Alfred were like older. Age, like a mil- he's not, he looks like a middle-aged person. Yeah, he looks more middle-aged here than old-aged. That, I didn't like that he's more middle-aged than old-aged. And also, I was saying how Robert Pattinson's Batman Bruce Wayne, I didn't like in this movie at all how he treated Alfred in this movie. Uh, even though that sometimes, like, uh... Uh, we don't know about sometimes you know about the West Coast it's about the atheist about the about Robert Robert Pattinson because we don't think that he's not good like he plays like, as a vampire than in Twilight so that I don't I, I don't think that that was a long time ago for that I thought the Twilight stuff didn't show in how he played it I thought I mean I didn't like how he played Bruce Wayne in this movie but I liked that he was in Batman a lot and in the Bat suit but I didn't see anything Twilight related in his performance not at all. Or, or from the or Christopher Nolan movie of the Tenant today. Oh, I he I thought I thought he I thought his character in Tenant and how he whoever he was in Tenant was well played as a character in Tenant more so than in the Batman personally. I thought he played his character in Tenant way more better than way better in Tenant than it was in um in the the Batman. Um, one character we haven't yet covered yet. Uh, the uh crime yeah. boss, crime yeah. boss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Zoe Kravitz plays oh. already played Catwoman before, and, and, but she's voice acting in the Lego Batman. Movie. What happened? What happened with the Lego stuff? Yeah, there is Zoe Kravitz plays a Catwoman in the Batman we saw, but right, she, she already played Catwoman before as she's voice acting in the Lego Batman. Oh, movie. she actually voiced it in, in the Lego Batman. Oh, that's interesting. That's actually that's actually interesting. We can go back to Catwoman in a sec, but the one character we haven't covered yet. What did you make make of Crime Boss uh, for Falcone in this movie? Uh, Sometimes it's like uh, it's very unusual to cast John Turturro to be in the comic book world. And yeah. The other he does a yeah. crazy thing. Others, that, uh, yeah. So I thought he was okay as that uh, version of it. Um, my my favorite so far of all them was um Eric Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts as a crime boss in The Dark Knight. I liked him in there. And um, but yeah, he he's usually known for other movies, not so much comic book. I personally like him best as the villain against Adam Sandler in 2008's You Don't Mess with the Zohan. Yeah. Or not to mention about the you know the like the one about the Transformers franchise. Oh sure, and then yeah, they, then he's in some of those older Transformer movies. Yeah. Uh, you wanted to mention more about um, uh, Kravitz as Catwoman. She's actually, she's more of Selena Kyle, and she kind of trained to almost be it, but it wasn't like a full-on Catwoman yeah, costume in this. It's not like a, it's like a social, but she, like a, she works like a, a, a harlot. The- yeah, yeah, kind of like a harlot, yeah. Like I said, I didn't like how she talked to uh, Batman in the white man, white man stuff. I thought this movie was this 2022 Batman movie for me was way was very wokeish, very woke in different ways. So not yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, we talked about some of the characters. Um, it didn't really have a whole lot of action, but when it did, the action was pretty good. I liked I liked a few of the fighting scenes. The fighting yeah, was done. Like well. The cinematography about like all the, like uh, the yeah. something like you saw like in this, the movie Seven like uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one. That's one positive. That's one highlight positive. Uh, highlight positive. Uh, positive about the movie is the uh, cinema cinematography. The, yes, the cinematography is re- definitely well done for sure. Because it's the same cinematographer who did that uh, did the camera work in the in the recent Dune movie. Oh yeah, yeah. The Dune Dune Two is coming out. I think later this year. Dune Two. Yeah. Yeah, the part, book two. Yeah. The, and also. Uh, 
And Matt Reeves was a was a after a 1970s vibe for this film. It was inspired by some key films of that period. Yeah, yeah. You said Chinatown and something else. French Connection. French Connection. Yeah, French Connection, Chinatown, and the president. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. One, I think one downside they could have cut out was this movie's just a few minutes, few minutes short yeah, of three hours. Yeah, yeah. To me, three hours was too long. It was a few, a few minutes short of three hours. I think they could have cut like 20, 25 minutes out to be less than three hours. I thought that was extremely too long. Like I didn't mind, I didn't mind how long, I didn't mind, I didn't mind how long the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises were, but I did mind how long the the Batman was. For me, the Batman certain parts were kind of slow and way too long to get the point across. At least for me, anyway. And also, and also, what I love to like to see about the how the how the where they catch a Riddler in the prison, mm. but he leaves only one final clue, just like uh, what happened in that uh, Dark Knight about that least bus more ca- catastrophic, like uh, it's like uh, as drowning of the Gotham City when they broke the dike, you know, the flood. Flood the whole, flood the I, city. Yeah, that's the third act. That's about the third act now. What I want to say about that? Yeah. What I yeah. What I want to say about that third act there is that the movie, the longest time that movie was covering so much, but by the time they got to that third act with the water and that stuff that you're mentioning now, I thought that the third act for me personally, the third act about all that water stuff that he had the plan for, was the weakest part of the movie for me. I thought the third act was weak, and I thought they could have had a better third act. But I did like that he had the light up he used the light up in the water to help everybody yeah the flares are the thing that that's him trying to be the hero after not being the hero earlier on in the beginning of the movie i also like in the beginning of the movie that when he was narrating it was like around halloween time so it was like watching the halloween type gotham oh yeah yeah the year one year two year two and the long halloween yeah I, 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 we haven't met. Yeah, I wanted to mention that next. What did you think of the Batsu costume? It's like very sleek. It's like, a, it's like a, only like a teenager's career. I like I most of the costume with the exception of those things that are on the wrists of his arms, whatever those things are. I didn't think that needed to be on it. But outside of those line things on the wrists of the arm, I like the whole rest of the costume. And the, and, the, and, the, and the cape and the cow is a, the cow yeah. Is, yeah the cow was good too yeah very so small. yeah I like that he was like in bat he was he was the Batman character in this long movie for at least 90 90 95% of the movie uh, let's go back again a bit more about the third act so what else did you want to mention about the third act about the water stuff towards the end of the movie well the water stuff is like uh, very too like uh, so it's emotions so I thought it sounds like like you said a little boring about like yeah. uh, something like uh Hard about how to be, how they able to control it. It's like uh, sometimes so it's, it's very too like over special effects. Yeah. I thought the third act was the weakest part of the movie. They could have came up with a better third act, in my opinion. Because, like, like... the bar explosion. Like yeah, bar yeah. Because yeah. even though that's what it is, it's based on the 70s, like, Chinatown about water control. Okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I like I said, uh, if I think you won't see a sequel uh, any earlier than maybe 2026, and I think they should either do a villain that was in the comics that has never yet been in live action on any other previous Batmans, whether that's one of the, I don't know, they, there's so many different ones from the comics that still haven't been used yet, or like I said, like a better new, better 21st century version of like Mr. Freeze could bring... Uh, um, 
uh, new Mr. Freeze, new new Poison Ivy, or some other people from the co- villains from the comics that haven't made it to live action yet. Also, uh, do you know that about an hour and 43, an hour and 43 inch about uh, the song that can be heard in the background when Bruce Wayne is paying a visit to Carmen Falcone? It's called I Have But One Heart. It's called Who by what? Say again? I Have But One Heart from 1945. This version is oh. a song by Al Martino, who also sang in the song on the opening wedding scene, The Godfather. Oh. This character is Johnny Fontaine. Oh, so that, that song there somehow connects to The Godfather. Interesting. Nice. That's interesting, actually. And anybody that's listening to this now, if you haven't already done so, uh, Avi and I, and also another friend and I, a different friend, both friends, um, we have back um, in earlier par- in uh, different parts of the 2022 podcast. Check out our Godfather podcast discussions as well. We did Godfather 50th anniversary in 2022. Check that out if you haven't already listened to it. Cool. So Godfather's connected with that song, old song there. Cool. So the Batman again. Um, what other parts about the movie have we not yet spoken about? The music. The music. Okay. Let's. You said bar- part more about the music. I know you said about the um, the Nirvana song has was at one part. But what other kind of music did he use outside of Nirvana? The score is Michael Giacchino. Oh, yeah, the Michael G. Yeah, scoring it. Even that part, they have that music theme for the Batman's entrance with the four motive. Four motive is based on that John Williams, uh, the, the Imperial March. Yeah, it was partly based on the Imperial March. What, the, like the Imperial March of Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Michael. What? So you're saying Michael, that composer. Do you Did you like how he does the music? Yeah, that's yeah, the music. Yeah, his music is that was good. He did well done with the music. It's like very darker. Like, yeah. Very darker Yeah. Yeah. His music of that was good. Of all the superior films that he musically composed, like he composed The Incredibles, Spider-Man, the trilogy of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yeah, I have to. I have to re yeah. I have to re-listen to Michael's music to see how it was. I did like parts of it in the movie on how he did that. For for me, still. This is first music for a DC movie. Oh really? First. Oh first. The rest of the films are Marvel movies and Pixar movies. Oh nice. Well, I'll have to re-listen to his Batman music for the Batman parts of it. I liked when he did that. For me though, uh, for others before this, the my Batman music I really like is um Danny Danny Elfman for the Bat Bat Tim Burton Batman movies. Danny Elfman for the two Bat uh. The, those two Batman Tim Burton movies and of course the uh, um, Hans Zimmer for Dark Knight Trilogy yeah uh, how about the Joker music score oh, yes. the, the, oh yeah the, 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 the Joker the, theme the, sure the, yeah the Joker the, theme yeah the, the, yeah like a Swedish composer yeah yeah so back to the Batman because you mentioned the music more of the music what else, what else did you want to say outside after the music uh, outside music yeah outside. it could be story story uh, story characters uh, uh, anything whatever kind of thing we haven't yet mentioned uh, about well sometimes like uh like even sometimes like a production scene about like uh, it's like a production design for the of the Gotham city it's okay like, okay uh, the, yeah what did you make of the design of the city of Gotham in this movie it's like a 
It's almost like you watch something again, like from the that Batman Begins, mm. where there's like a the, na- the, the narrows, section, the, yeah, the section of the Gotham City, like a very poor tenement type. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, this was Matt Matt Reeves' version of Gotham here, and his own characters like that. Um, like I said, when uh, Bruce Wayne learns more about his father about this from the Riddler, it sounds like. Like the, this, this his father may or may not have been a bad guy. Who knows? All I know is that um, yeah, this this, this the, the way that Paul Paul Dano played this Riddler, it was a bit over the top for me. It was a bit too much. Right. But I. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. there's a, there's an immense controversy surrounding Robert Pattinson sure. and his physicality of their lead role. Okay. Before the film's release, Pattinson made offhand jokes in interviews about how he didn't physically train for the role. Mm. Some people uh, generally believe that he didn't work out for the film and were full of contempt toward the actor. It wasn't until the film's release that mm. it was confirmed that the actor did, in fact, physically train for the role. Mm. Yeah. It looked at, in, in the actual final product of the movie, it did seem like he that was good, and that part was just like made to seem like it wasn't. But yeah, I get what you're saying there. Yeah. And also, the, and the exteriors of the film were shot in Liverpool, England. Director Matt Reed said that this was done to give his version of Gotham City a, a, a distinctive aesthetic, yeah? Because mm-hmm. this is like almost uh, some Batman movies did film it, they filmed in England, like mm-hmm. the 1989 Tim, Bur- Tim Burton version mm-hmm. that is filmed in England right. in awesome. Pinewood Studios. Yeah. Yeah. And even if the Dark, uh, Batman Begins also filmed in England mm-hmm. also. Yeah. But except the Dark Knight is mainly filmed in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Dark Knight was mostly Chicago, yes. Yeah, so that's all true with the different filmings there. Um, I, like I, like I said, um, to me personally, I considered it too woke. Um, it was too long at three hours, but um, I mean, it had some good scenes. I liked the Batmobile car scene. I like uh, uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. And then, and then I like Paul Dano as a as a Riddler. Yeah, you it's did you you very yeah. Like, yeah, definitely uh, different about it. You know, like it's based like from the Hush performance. Mm. Right. You know, the, yeah. The book about yeah. One thing, the one thing though, one thing I didn't like about him with playing Riddler and Batman is that they don't actually meet each other till close to the end of the movie. Like they meet each other once he's finally locked up, but there's nothing like in the middle or anything where they meet like in the middle, like other villains in other Batman movies. So that's one thing I didn't like is that they only got to talk to each other behind a closed glass door thing towards the end, but didn't meet up in the middle or any, or any other part of the movie. I thought that, that that would have been better if they met up earlier on before the end. At least in my opinion. Right. And uh, director Matt Reeves about Bruce Wayne persona, mm-hmm. he's not yet understanding even the answer that being Bruce Wayne could be a, another kind of mask. Mm-hmm. He's just not uh, together enough yet to even understand how valuable that's going to be. Mm-hmm. I was interested in the idea of him being at the stage where he couldn't bear the weight of the history of right. being part of the Waynes. Yeah. Might be able to use that as a kind of mask or as a guise, but he can't figure any of that out yet. You know, like about the sometimes uh, when you saw Bruce Wayne's uh, at, at, outside his costume at, the, at his tower or something, it's like it, it leaves as an eye mark shadow. Right. That's yeah. That's a good. That's a good observation right there. I want to mention because in all those other previous Batman movies, especially the uh, Tim Burton ones, when um like when Michael Keaton took his mask off at the end of Returns, nothing was showing with his eyes. But yeah, in, all, in all, in all, in all, really. 
in all, yeah, in the marks, in all realistic, all realistically about it is that in in the Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves one 2022 when he takes his mask off, you actually would legitimately see those marks around. Yeah, so that was a good touch by Matt Reeves to show that around the eyes. Yeah, 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 exactly. The shadow in the eyes that was well done for the Matt Reeves eye part. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. One part I want to say I can't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For anybody that. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. For anybody. Yeah. What he just. What I was just mentioned there. For anybody who's listening to this later in the future, now or later, uh, at the time of this recording, the voice actor playing of the Batman the Animated Series, Kevin Conroy, passed away. Many consider him the best Batman, although he's only voice acted, not live action, but yeah, so that's what you were mentioning there with uh, Kevin Conroy. Um, one point I want to mention to you that I don't know if you, me- if you saw this when you saw your first viewing, but... In the movie, like, there's a scene, there's a little kid that Bruce Wayne uh, sees who lost his parents or also had parents died. And it, and some people have said that maybe that little kid might grow up to possibly be the Robin or something, possibly, maybe. Uh, yeah, the kid that got uh, lost his somebody at the funeral or something, that that kid might turn out to be Robin later on. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But... Uh, Originally, it's supposed to be a circus, yeah. circus group. Uh, right. There's different things with circus on the comics part, yeah. Um, sure. You know, like about this, like uh, when Batman escaped from the police, about used to do a hang gliding scene about like I, d- I like that was one part I actually liked when he that was one part of the movie I actually liked when he had the hang gliding thing come up I thought that little hang gliding thing was pretty cool and neat to see how that was all a part of it yeah for yeah. sure the hang gliding yeah that was a good touch alright also about the uh, this is also like Riddler begins his video saying this is Riddler speaking this reference to that Zodiac killer had a similar greetings and messages sent to the police Zodiac is also said to be an inspiration for Riddler by director Bat Reeds. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah, that was mentioned as part of it for that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care. I, I didn't care for um, uh, Selena Kyle. Um, I pref- uh, number one. Number one for me, I don't care for that Selena Kyle in this one. I number one for me is Michelle Pfeiffer in Returns, and then number two, I, Anne Hathaway. Wait, what 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 was it about the Arkham games? That, that Batman's computer Oh the computer, the, the computer, yeah. Uh, Batman Arkham Interesting, games. okay, yeah. Yeah, the computer, okay. And also, after Matt Reeves officially stepped in as director on February 23rd, 2017, mm. he dropped the movie due to contractual disagreements a few weeks later. Oh, well. So, he, oh. Oh, but, so obviously, he ended up being the director, so that must have got that must have got settled. Yeah, after okay. that, yeah, but, but left out. Uh, okay, we just we just about reached forty six minutes in. So uh, now at this point, first say anything about the movie that we haven't yet already talked about, and then after that, some final wrap up, final thoughts, wrap up opinions, and then I'm going to tell what um, movie franchise the audience listeners can look forward to after the Batman after the solo Batman project's done, and um, and anything that you want to plug or promote to the audience on your life. 
Like anything like in your life that you want the fans or listeners to know that you're working on in your life to plug or promote that you think they should check out? Well, check out the bad idea. Like, if you're if you're being recluse, be, be careful what to be like. Uh, don't be like as a rocker, Kurt Cobain, to be a to be a not a lonesome guy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, like, don't get everybody, don't get too attached too attached to Kurt Cobain because uh, he did not have a very friendly ending. Yeah, and also sometimes uh, uh, be be aware about like uh, sometimes. Uh, uh, be aware about finding a fl- 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 firing car that's running through through your, through your house. Uh, <laughs> the car. The it's, co- like, it's like it's like you watch like watching reading Christine. Uh, yeah, well that yeah, the, yeah that's a good yeah Christine of it yeah that car that that was one of the best parts of the movie to me that car chasing after the penguin and how it revved up like that one of the best parts. Yeah, cool. So, final final thoughts, final thoughts, wrap-ups about the movie, and then we're, I also want to hear your grade and rating, and then we're going to tell the audience what to look forward to for uh, coming up soon. I'll wrap up, final thoughts about anything about the Batman uh, 2022 that the listeners or audience haven't yet talked about. It could be quotes, trivia, character, story, uh, whatever the case that you haven't already yet mentioned yet. Make sure to look up for that more bat, bat, bat signal. Oh, the bat signal, yeah. I do like when the bat yeah, signals are in these. I do like, what was that? What was that you said of the bat signal? Say it again. Make sure to look up for the bat signal to make sure that everyone will be afraid of. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I liked how that was used in the uh, Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. The bat signal, for sure. For sure. Great. So, now, having only seen it at home video, not theatrically, but you got the chance to see it at home video release, uh, you only saw you only saw it... That's also the first solo Batman film to be shot on digital. Oh, on Batman digital? Okay. Wow, on digital. It's confirmed that the film studies look for the Batman was achieved by writing the finished digital image. Okay. Film, then scanning it back. Oh, wow. Now, did you... Okay. Uh, did you only see it once? I see it once. Just once. Okay, so you're saying back about the just once. Back to the digital part. You're saying digital in what way? Uh, digital. Yeah. That the, 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 this is the first solo Batman film to be shot on digital. Well, I just confirmed yes. that the film filmic seventies uh, look for the Batman was achieved by running the finished digital image. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. And digital. Let's scan it back. Having just seen it once. Having just having just seen it once on home video release. Um, how would you grade this? How would you grade this movie? Eight, eight, uh, eight point nine. Uh, an eight, an eight, eight, eight point, eight point nine, nine out of ten. Out of ten. Uh, okay, eight point nine. I'll give it a B minus. So I'm gonna give it a B minus. You get an eight point nine out of ten. Okay, all right. So if you guys enjoyed this, uh, sometime soon, hopefully. Hopefully next week or, or sometime soon after that, whenever Alvin knows his schedule, we're going to be covering Stallone's Rocky character because in early March of this year, early March 2023, we're getting Creed 3. So to help promote it and be excited about Creed 3, of which will not have Stallone in it at all. So he actually didn't give the movie its blessing. So I don't even know if I actually want to see Creed 3 at all. But to build up to Creed 3, we're going to be coming up next after the Batman with Rocky 1, 1976. We're going to hear all of Avi's thoughts, opinions, um, whatever he has to say, really feel about with Rocky 1. And that's, and then we're going to cover more parts of the Rocky franchise after Rocky 1. Everything with the exception of Rocky 5. And then we're going to do Creed 1 and 2. So, yeah. That's... Yes, definitely. Rocky Balboa, Rocky 6 from 2006. We'll definitely be covered. We're going to do Rocky 1 first. Everybody, we're going to do Rocky 1 from 76. Then we're going to do Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4. We're going to skip Rocky 5 because that has the least to say. But then after Rocky 4, after Rocky 4, we're going to jump right to Rocky 6, Rocky Balboa in 2006, followed by Creed 1 and 2. 
And yeah, that's the whole Rocky stuff. That's what that's what you get so far. Avi's gonna have so much to say about the Rocky film franchise series. Rocky one, two, three, four, six, and then Creed one, two, and then um, do you plan on seeing um, do you plan on seeing Creed three Creed three theatrically or no? Spencer, if I, if I, if it's a ticket, it's a bare price about to go there. Even we have to find out if it's a very good or not. Though. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, if even if it's too bad without Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he's not gonna be. Yeah, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be in it. He's not gonna be in it. But if you become an AMC Stubbs member, if you on Tuesdays, Tuesdays for AMC Stubbs members, Tuesdays, Tuesdays are a reduced price for tickets. So if you get some sort of AMC Stubbs membership of some kind, you'll be able to see a discounted price every Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, if it presents another, another thoughts about Paul Dano. Yeah, sure, Paul Dano, sure. I hope everyone can watch uh, that, uh, for a sympathetic role as they're watching a new Steven Spielberg movie called The Fablemans. Right, he is in that. What character does he play in The Fablemans? He plays uh, one of Spielberg's father, about the, who is a divorce. Oh, the actual, he plays Spielberg's father in the movie? It's based, based on Spielberg's own father. Did you, saw, did you, did you watch The Fablemans? I, did, I didn't get a chance. Not to yet, not that. yet, okay. It's supposed to be long, it's like long, it's like two and a half hours. I know, it's like, it's also, it's, it's like uh, watching your boyhood, but it's like a part coming of age, a story about, even the, also the, the, during a uh, subject about facing anti-Semitic. Oh, yeah, and Semitic is part of it too, yeah. Many Semitic, yeah. Fablemans looks like it could be somewhat good, the Fablemans, from what I've seen the trailers of it so far. Um, but it, it does worry me, it does very much worry me that, that Spielberg is not coming back for direction of Indiana Jones 5, instead that's James... Producing it. He's producing it at least. So I, we, having seen the trailer for it recently, hopefully that's not a bad movie. But I have very, very low expectations uh, for. I hope, uh, I hope Paul Dano will be nominated for the award winning for the Fablemans for, 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 for playing the father of Spielberg in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, almost like be a good father. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. For anybody that Spielberg are fans, the Fablemans are out now. Check out the Fablemans. Um, cool. So I think we said all you could possibly say, or at least you said mentioned with trivia and so much other stuff you said with in reference to the Batman. So thank you for talking about the Batman um, today, this one-off Batman episode. Like I said, everybody, we're doing the Rocky film tra- franchise next, with the exception of Rocky Five. So everything but Rocky Five. One, two, three, four, six, Balboa 06, and then Creed 1, 2. So we're doing seven, seven out of eight of the Rocky movies coming even up. The, even Sylvester, rumor says about Sylvester, he's planning to make his own streaming series about this is about the origin of Rocky Balboa in his younger days before he is a for the title shot. Yeah, I think I, I think I actually recently mentioned uh, actually saw him talking to someone someone in an interview to an interview person about that on YouTube videos to in a YouTube video that he might might be doing that. I don't know if that's gonna really happen or not. I don't know if that's like needed. Origin, origin story about yeah, I don't know if that's needed, but he did mention it to some somebody in a YouTube interview. So that's a good other observation you had there. Um, but yeah, we're doing Rocky One, Rocky One, 1976 next with the uh, with the Rock as I mentioned, at Rocky Creed's after that. Um, this has been great. This is I hope you enjoyed what what um, Avi had to say about the Batman. He's got so much more to say about Rocky Stallone next in the Rocky franchise. Everybody support your local movie theater, the Silver Screen with Strangers, be, to see big movies at the movie theater because str- into the decade of the 2030s because streaming is just not the same. Everybody dance and have a good time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is friend and co-host Avi with For the Batman. Until we talk about the Rocky franchise next, we'll see you all in the next podcast with Rocky. See you next time, everybody. See ya. See ya.
All right, Avi, cool. Yeah, we got it, Rocky. It's just, it's just Rocky's in. Okay, but Rocky next. Avi and I out. Signing out. <laughs>